Hi, and welcome to Untethered with Genless, the podcast that's here to help you unleash your magic, let go of all of the tethers, the crap that's holding you down so you can gallop into the world as the sparkly, amazing, beautiful miracle of a unicorn who you are so you can come do the work that you came here to do in this world. I'm your host, Jen. And in this episode, we're going to talk about what the hell it means to come into your body. Let's go. Hi, friends. It's Jen. So good to have you back here. And if <laughs> if you've been following along with my journey, then you know I've been talking a lot about somatic work in the past six months to a year. I've been fascinated by it myself. I've been along a journey myself of coming back into my actual body because it was a couple of years ago, I realized I had this realization like, holy nugs, holy nugs, N-U-G-G-Z has to be with a Z. I, <laughs> I've been living my life outside of my body. I've been living my life, my entire life through other people's eyes. What other people think is completely guiding every single decision. I didn't even know what my own decisions were. And the moment that this realization came to me, I was actually deciding whether to take a job or not. I'd gone through an interview process, several interviews. I'd gone through a whole day-long interview of interviewing with like four or five people. I can't even remember. And they were all such kind human beings. Most of them I already knew. They had asked me to apply for this job. And it came down to it. And I was toiling with, is this, do I want this job? Because I actually currently like my job quite a bit. So do I want this other job? And I couldn't decide what to do. I could see opportunities on both sides, couldn't figure out what is the better thing to do. And I realized this is a lovely situation to be in. <laughs> but, and there were a lot of amazing things that I could teach you. And we'll talk about sometime later on the podcast about how I got to that point of being offered a job because there are things that you can do. There were things I actively was doing to get me to that point. We'll come put a pin in that <laughs> for some time later. I couldn't figure out if I wanted it or not. I didn't know. I mean, on paper, I did all the lists. On paper, I could not figure out which is the better choice. What's the better decision? And the best advice I ever got was from somebody. I had no idea what the F she meant when she said it. She said, feel into your gut. Your gut will tell you. Your intuition will tell you. I was like, what in the witchery crap are you talking about, lady? That I have no idea what you even mean. And, you know, you hear go with your gut, but I didn't understand. She's like, no, actively feel into your body. And she said, think about it. Close your eyes. Take a few deep breaths. And with this decision that you have, think about if you chose one direction, if you chose the new job, feel what that feels like in your body. Okay, now close your eyes again. Feel what it would feel like to stay in the current job. And third choice, feel what it might feel like to do something completely different than either of those choices. <laughs> so there's a third choice. There's a third door there. Which one of those felt the most fun and the most free? And I instantly knew that taking this job was not the right choice. I, I had no idea what I was even doing, but there was this heaviness in my stomach. And, I, and because of her saying, 
feel, you'll feel it. I knew. But if somebody had told me just, oh, you know, feel into your body. She was like, no, actually, like, it's going to tell you. (laughs) There's a message there. (laughs) And that has led me on this spiral of what does it mean to come back into my body? And I realized I did not feel safe. I did not feel safe actually feeling things, feelings in my body, which is so funny to me when I think about it. When I was in hair school, we had to go through a very surprisingly intense, this was back in 2004, it was a surprisingly intense anatomy and physiology course that happened in hair school. You would not expect to have to learn the things that we had to learn. It was fairly intensive. But when we would talk about the internal system, I would have to leave the room. I would feel so sick to my stomach. And I have realized that a lot of that reactivity that I still have some of it is due to me simply not even being comfortable thinking about the body. (laughs) And so I don't know if this is relatable to anybody else or if there are any ahas or light bulbs going off potentially for people, but a lot of women, as Poe talked about in Tuesday's episode, and you don't have to have listened to it, but if you did, we talked a lot because this is what she does. She helps women return to their body. She really teaches a lot about sexuality and she she works with people to help them realize what is what is stopping me from achieving abundance in my life. And she does that through bringing people back into their body, which is a lot of what I have brought into my coaching as well, because I've seen for myself, we hold so much. I mean, our emotions are held in our body. In fact, of the messages sent to our brain come from our actual physical body. Say that again. 80% of the messages from our brain come from your, from the neck down. The information that your brain is receiving is not all in through the ears, is not all in through the eyes. The information is coming from learned things that we have built into our bodies that we've learned even from the way that we move, the way that our families move. That's why generationally there are behaviors that we have and those behaviors, the emotions in our body are sending signals to our brains. (laughs) So being in your body is really freaking important. How many times have I said body already in this episode, by the way? (laughs) Your body. So important. It's really important that you learn how to do this, but it can feel very unsafe. So do it slowly. Titrate. That's what we call it in breath work. It's slow, little sips so that you can comfortably come in because you can accidentally trigger some things, re-traumatize some things, you know, bring up stuff that is too intense for you right now if you try to go too hard too fast, especially on this stuff because of the amount of emotion that is held. If you haven't tapped into it, it can be really sensitive. And I speak from experience here (laughs) because as you start to tap those emotions in your body, as you start to feel things again, or feel things in new ways, or discover things that you have never discovered before, they can release and that sends information to your brain, which can sometimes be overwhelming. And I don't say that to scare you, because I'm actually going to talk, walk you through something that you can do today if that does feel like too much. 
because the way I had learned a lot about this, been really interested and started exploring, finding a lot of friends in the space, pulling people into the podcast to come and talk about it so that I could, you know, pick their brain alongside of you. And along that path, I was doing some of this slowly for myself, but I found that the safest place to start is with the emotions that we normally don't sit with as much as we could, which is joy. And we've talked about this previously on the podcast too, but joy, joy, like, oh, feel joy. How often do you really, really simmer and sit with the feeling of joy in your body? Do you know what it feels like? If you've coached with me before, you know what it feels like. (laughs) If you've done some of my workshops, you might know what it feels like. But do you, do you know where joy rests in your body? What it feels like when you actually feel joy? Can you locate it? If I drew a little human shape, a little human form for you, could you point? That's where I feel joy. That is where I feel light and that, that yummy, you know, warm energy. Do you know where that is? Ooh, ooh, ooh. it's so fun to discover this for yourself. And it's really good to start here because first of all, feeling more joy, feeling more joy, feeling more goodness right now in the here, in the now, that is going to invite even more of it into your life. So if we're only feeling joy in these little tiny spurts in this consumer culture that we live in, we're just getting it from from these little hits on social media, we're getting it fed to us by purchasing, you know, something that somebody advertised to us. Like we're getting it in all of these little sips, but how often are we really just intentionally bringing that in? And that's why gratitude is so helpful for doing this because you really, when you have a gratitude practice, you sit with that feeling of love, that feeling of appreciation, that feeling of support of being loved, of getting to love back. It's joy. It's joy. It's feeling that and really sitting with it. So when you make a list of five things, I think it was Jen Lemke came on the podcast. She's like, when you're doing your gratitude list, feel them as you're writing them. And you can do this with any time. You can do it any time. And the more you do it, the better you can feel it. So I want you to do this with me. Do this with me today. And if you've done this with me before, let's do it again because it's so fun. You can practice this and practicing it is so healthy. So I have a little rock uh, called Penny the Penguin. You can learn about Penny the Penguin in the episode. It was the very first episode of season three of the podcast, Find a Penny, Change Your Life. She's a rock that I found on a walk and she was definitely hand delivered to me from the heavens, this little rock. She appeared right when I needed her. She's holding a little heart. She's stinking adorable, but she's the thing that I hold when I'm like, I need, I need a joy fix. So I grab her and I can feel it in my body. So you can have anything. It can be a penny, the penguin. It could be a pen sitting on your desk. It could be a coaster (laughs) sitting on your desk. It could be something special sitting by you. It could be anything, but place it in your hand. So put something in your hand for the sake of the exercise. If you're sitting at your desk at work, just put your water cup in your hand, just something so that you can feel and close your eyes. 
close your eyes. Take three deep breaths in through your nose, out through your mouth, in through your nose, out through your mouth, in through your nose, out through your mouth. Now, in your mind's eye, think of a time when you felt joy, when you felt so much goodness. It was a moment that brought a smile to your face. Maybe it was a moment of wonder, of bliss of pure happiness. In this moment, where were you? Who was with you? What was happening around you in this moment? What are the smells? What are you hearing? Just feel yourself in that moment. And where are you feeling that sense of joy? Where do you sense that happiness in your body? Is it in your gut? Is it in your toes? Do you feel it at the base of your spine? Or is it in your heart? In your chest? Do you feel a warm sensation or a tingly sensation somewhere in your body? Maybe it's in your hands, the top of your head. Where, where are you feeling? that bubbly, happy, blissful energy. Now, see if you can push that energy out just a little bit. See if you can just extend it just a little bit beyond that space, whether it's in your heart or your gut or your kneecap, wherever it is. See if you can just push it out just a little bit. Spread it out. I'll see how far it can go. Can you push it just a little further? Can you even fill your entire torso or your whole chest, your whole body? Could you push it outside the limits of your body, this feeling of joy and goodness and love? Now allow that feeling to come back to its resting place. Notice the object in your hand. And when you're ready, you can open your eyes. Now that is a little activity that changed my life. Changed my life.
And I will share it with anyone at any time who is willing to listen. So thanks for listening and participating. If you were driving, I hope you tried it with your eyes open. You actually can do um, activities like this with your eyes open. It's just, it's easier. It's easier to see further with your eyes closed. It simply just is. But when you can do an activity like this with your eyes open, that's really powerful because then you can do it at any point in the day without even retreating to your eyes being closed. You can feel that feeling of joy. And once you memorize that feeling in your body, where where it lives, where joy rests, then you get to feel it whenever you want to. You get to tap into that whenever you want to. That emotional center, you know where it lives. You remember where it lives. And when you're like, ah, I just could use a little something. I'm feeling really stressed. Let me see if I can tap into that sense of joy. And sometimes we have so much going on that it's really challenging to do. And it might be helpful to do a lot of deep breaths and get us back into that state prior to feeling where that is. So feeling joy is a nice, safe, relatively comfortable way to titrate into starting to learn to feel in your body. For some people, feeling joy might be more challenging than really feeling into your pain. Some some of us sit with our pain very easily and we don't sit with joy so easily. So it is possible for you that it could be easier for you to sit. Maybe you get a lot of migraines and it's easier for you to sit into that pain of your migraine than it is to your pain of joy, which sounds so wild that it can happen (laughs) just depending on your level of tolerance and where you've comfortably sat with your emotions over time. But one of the things that Poe and I talked about, and I can't remember honestly if this was in some of our conversation before the podcast or during the podcast, but we've talked about how it is so important that we do start to learn to safely come in and into our full body so that we can feel all of the things because there's so much information available to us once we tap in to that resource. And this is something that, you know, you can do more and more over time, but I just wanted to come on the podcast today and share a little bit about it and just a little nugget that you can potentially work with try, see see how it works for you. <laughs> and I would love to hear, I would love to hear where joy feels in your body. A lot of people feel it in their heart space. Some really ground people, some tree energy people, earthy energy people, if you're into energetics, will feel it in their root. So more at the, maybe the base of your spine or kind of in your sit bones, you might feel it there because it's more of a comfort kind of a feel. So could be in in a variety of locations in your body. But I I look forward to hearing where it is that you feel joy in your body. And if you're curious about learning a lot more about how this information can help you to be guided into your intuition, to help you with decision making to help you to release some of the tethers, some of the things that are holding you 
stuck. You know, sometimes it's like I've tried all the stinking mindset things. I've done all the things. I've done hypnotherapy. I've done all of these things. And still, I feel like I can't move forward on things. I, I, I can't guarantee, but I can pretty confidently say that it's likely something that you've got. It's information that you're not accessing by staying only in your head. You have so much more information available to you <laughs> that you're not accessing if you're 100% working from the mind. All of the geniuses, you know, Steve Jobs was a huge intuition person. He, you know, he's a, he was a creative genius. Like he spent a lot of time cultivating his intuition, really working with his gut and, and playing around with all of this stuff. And, you know, a lot of when you look at a lot of the people who have really done huge, cool, creative, successful things in the world, they, a lot of their decisions, they were like, it just came to me or their creative ideas are like, it just fell in. And that was because they had opened access <laughs> to some of these doorways. So if you're interested in exploring this, this is something I'm going to be teaching quite a bit of in my program, Make This My Year. We start next week. So if it's something that you're interested in, you are going to want to get in on this. It is a 12-week program and we'll be doing lots of intimate coaching and you'll be able to ask questions. We're going to work through whatever it is that you are looking to welcome in, in, in your year. So your magic, that's one thing. Oh, this week I've spent so much time with all of these amazing human beings who have these huge, big dreams and so excited to see them usher them in. But there are these things that just tether us and they hold us stuck. And we have to root out what are those things that are keeping us stuck and where are they living in us? Is it a mind thing? Is it a body thing? <laughs> Is it a, I, I'm just don't want to do that. And I've got a protection mechanism stopping me from doing that thing. And I just, I love doing this work and I'm so excited for this cohort to get started. And we're going to start on Wednesday, February 1st. So if you're interested, go to genlist.com slash my year so that you can get in on this fun action. And I look forward to sharing so much more in that container with you. It's going to be so amazing. I hope you enjoyed this episode. If you did, I invite you to share it with a friend. If there's somebody that you're like, oh my gosh, this just blew my mind. I have never felt joy in my body. <laughs> share it with a friend so they can try it too. I would love that. And if you're not following this podcast, Untethered with Jen Liss, I highly recommend that you click the follow button if you're on Apple Podcasts or if you're on Spotify, you can follow as well. And you just keep shining your magical unicorn light out there for all to see. I'll see you next time. <laughs>